hello, Squirrel Friends. I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a Drag Race historian. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it... She already the hair hers. Random question. Do you ever go back to Rochester at all? I do. Not yeah. that often and definitely not in the winter. I've heard it's a very lovely city. <laughs> it is a very lovely city. And there, it's got a, a, a lot of queers there. Props to Rochester. <laughs> Brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1, this podcast takes you deep inside the big pink furry Pandora box. <laughs> that is RuPaul's Drag Race. Each week I'm joined by show insiders, judges, and the queens who made herstory to talk about this new 11 legendary season... Is it? Can we still call it a new? No, it's it's the season that's almost over. <laughs> Talk about this season and their experience on the show. So, thank you for listening. And warning, kitty girls, there will be spoilers. So don't say we didn't warn you. And if you still haven't seen this week's episode, make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race every Thursday at nine eight Central on VH1, or on Wow Presents Plus, or on whatever platform you tend to watch on. Just keep up. Having said that, I am here with an iconic star of Drag Race, one of the most beloved queens in history. Arguably the champion of the first snatch game ever. Is that problematic to say? I mean, memorable. Yeah, because I think Tatiana did amazing and she was a great Britney and I knew she was a great Britney. I knew she was my biggest competition in it. And well, let's just say if it wasn't for her and I, there would not be another snatch game. To- totally. Yeah, no, you, 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 know, you made her straight. Thank you. Pandora Box is here. We're podcasting, we're in a basement. And the face is beat because you've already been busy today. What have you been doing? I have. I, I'm doing a little guest spot in Tammy Brown's show, The Browns, that is on uh, Instagram and I think on YouTube and uh, that wacky, like, I don't know, like couple second episode <laughs> yes. show. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on there for the season three. I'm really excited. Can you tell us anything about what you were doing? What is, what is your role in The Browns? Well, not to give away too much, but... Uh, uh, Tammy and I are not friends. Ooh, fun. <laughs> so, which is good. I, I, I play kind of a, a bitchy character. Ah, I would not want to cross Tammy Brown. <laughs> no. But it sounds very fun <laughs> to do so. Yes. And we're, we're on the verge of actually this will come out on Friday of this week, which will be the first day of DragCon. DragCon is looming. You're going to be at DragCon. I will be at DragCon. Yes. At booth uh, 1001. And you're doing a Comedy Queens panel as well, I believe? I am. On Friday, 5.30 p.m., I'm doing Comedy Queens. And then on the Saturday at 2 p.m., I'm doing the House of Glen Coco uh, comedy stand-up. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I'm doing yeah. like five minutes of stand-up for that audience. That'll be, <laughs> that'll be a trip. That's not nerve-wracking at all, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be we'll be doing this podcast live at DragCon at 4 o'clock on Friday, kind of kicking off the whole weekend. So come to DragCon and see all of us, people. Also, I remember seeing you do one of the, an earlier logo like drag queen comedy special back in the day. We shot, shot it like about ballroom in new york i believe jack tastic yeah uh, nyc yeah 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 yeah. it wasn't long after your season no and i got to host it and the first one angina hosted it so they brought me in to host the second one it was amazing (laughs) it was cool because some of the queens that were in the show i had never really met before yeah because Kelly Mantle was in it. Kelly Mantle. Had a lettuce. Yeah. Bianca Del Rio. Bianca was in that because I knew her from New York back then, but it was um, well before her Drag Race time. Yeah, that's the first time I'd met her. Uh, Harmonica Sunbeam. Yes. Harmonica Sunbeam, because you cannot for- forget Harmonica Sunbeam. I, I knew it's who one she of the best w- names ever anyway. Yes, I knew who she was, but I'd never seen her. And I couldn't really see the show because I was backstage, but I could hear it. Yeah. 
And so she was hysterical. I she mean, everybody did. was funny, but it was crazy and funny. <laughs> well, I have no actual memory of, of what happened, <laughs> but I remember it was very entertaining. So season 11, what are your big thoughts on this season? I mean, it's the season of Silky and Vanji, right? Because that's the, those are the only ones I hear talk. I think it's it's kind of crazy. There's a lot of drama and a lot of yelling. Mariah Paris Balenciaga on this on this podcast a few weeks ago said it reminded her of the earlier seasons. It was a little more like gritty personalities and people like being a little more scrappy. Mm, maybe, yeah, maybe Queen's a little less worried about their brand. Although I'm sure that's well, who knows. Well, but, it was obvious who's worried about their brand and who's not. But who, uh, who's worried about the brand? <laughs> oh, come on! I you can tell, right? <laughs> Doesn't everyone know? I gotta well, have this. She gotta sell those wigs. <laughs> oh my God! Right, right, right. Uh, which we will come to. We will discuss wigs <laughs> soon enough. Anyway, it's the reunion. Next week is the finale. The queens are gathered to catch up and rehash. Everyone looks kind of fabulous. The only, I wish there was like a runway so we could just see like the full head to toe looks these girls are wearing. Yeah, completely. Because I thought they all looked great. You get a peek of like Nina West's little like sock monkey like thing, yeah. but you don't, you don't get to see the full thing. It took me a minute to figure out who the hell had <laughs> the sock monkey outfit on because I kept seeing like an arm and a sock monkey, and I'm like, who had? And then I'm like, of course it's Nina West that has that. Where did that? Where did that come from? Like, you know what? I need I need a sock monkey look. Um, it, Nina West, it came from her crazy ass mind. That's where it came from. <laughs> and I love her for it. At the beginning, we say like, oh, coming up, never before seen moments. And we do see Joel McHale yelling. Like, <laughs> didn't we see that in the show, though? Well, you didn't see, I guess you, you didn't see all of his yelling. He did yell a lot that day. I mean, I assumed that from Michelle's face. Yeah. Because I've seen that face before when we've yeah. done uh, Battle of the Seasons tours. And that face is, I shut the hell up and I'm <laughs> over it. <laughs> so let's just dive into this darn reunion. It begins and it's all about Vanjie. Have you gotten to know Vanessa Vanjie Mateo? We did the pageant after DragCon last year, yeah. the first eliminated, which I was kind of like, was I? And then I went, oh, yeah. Of oh, course. for All-Stars. <laughs> I don't know. They asked me and it was a gig. And so I showed up for it. And I was so tired because I had been at DragCon the whole day. Oh. I fell asleep in the lift there. <laughs> I was just like <laughs> drinking Red Bull, maybe with a little vodka, just to keep myself alive for the pageant. Uh-huh. And we were in the same dressing rooms, which was fun because Alexis uh, Mateo was there, too. And I love Alexis. And so we got to hang out in the dressing room. And yeah. that was probably the highlight for me because the pageant is kind of a blur. I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? Right. But a I, great audience. Right. Poor Chop was crowned. Yes, of course. Love. <laughs> and now, how, how long do you think until... Vanjie has certainly established herself as a character. How long until somebody ends up doing Vanjie on Snatch Game? Next season. <laughs> do you approve when queens do other queens on Snatch Game? Um, I think that if you can do it well, go ahead and do it. But yeah. I think it, it, the trouble with doing Vanjie is that it's really you're going to be saying, you're just going to recite her lines, really. Right. Like, if you'd have to do something a little bit more yeah. to be more interesting yeah. so we, we start in we you know brew compliments her so she looks great ask about her new teeth <laughs> i love that rue calls it all out who said some work done here we have discussions about filler and vanji even says like well you know honey it's it's it's, it's just the norm now is it really touched by an angel <laughs> get it well i mean i think that yeah you kind of have to or or 
do something because yeah. you're constantly critiqued and it's like super HD now. Like, oh my God, true. I mean, I wasn't on season one with the, you know, that <laughs> Vaseline filter shot in Rue's garage, but right. I was on season two. I mean, it was still a little hazy. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing no, I know. I, I prefer a hazy filter. I don't, I don't need anything in super HD. I don't no. know why we have to keep getting even more and more. Did you want to see Vanjie in the top four? Yeah. I mean, I thought that she did a great job, but yeah. I, I don't think she did a great job in the that the last number. Music I, her mouth wasn't. Her girl, her <laughs> mouth wasn't moving and wherever, whatever words were coming out were not the right ones. And right. So. And yeah. listen, sometimes, yes, it sometimes sucks not to make the top four, but also sometimes a queen benefits from leaving, you know, when at the right time, maybe. I don't know. Right in that position of number five, like ding, beep, hop. It's not a bad, it's, it's not a bad spot. No, I, I think that that definitely contributed to me winning Miss Congeniality. Yeah. So. They also talk about how Vanjie got critiqued for her silhouette repeatedly. Did you ever get like, was there something the judges were harping on with you? Yes. Uh, mostly everything I wore. Uh, oh. oh, God. And repeatedly hearing uh, Santino say he didn't like my style, which I just kind of went, what do I do? Like, how, I, there's nothing I can do. Like, I can't completely change myself no, for no. you and for this this competition and i think my style is kind of fun and agree so yeah that's what they kept harping on me for <laughs> i love that rue quotes gore vidal never give up the opportunity to be on tv or have sex <laughs> yeah i had something like that do you agree yeah if you're in the entertainment business then if you want to be an entertainer, if you yeah. have an opportunity to be on TV, yeah. And then we then it moves into the conversation about Brangie, about Brooklyn and Vanjie's relationship. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Hey, go for it. They are both attractive men and women. And if they want to have a little <laughs> lesbian encounter together or a little gay encounter or, yeah, it, I thought it was cute. Did you ever witness any flirting or kai kai on your seasons at all? No, I don't think so. Not that I saw. There was nothing. nothing. But speaking of dragon relationships and Brangie, they, they talk about one of the reasons like their relationship didn't pan out is because one's traveling all the time. How hard is that for you? I mean, you're in a relationship. You've been in a relationship for a long time. Yeah, for 13 years. So how do you manage the travel, the, 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 just the, the, the business and love? <laughs> it's tough, but I think that we both come from the same uh, I don't know what the word is, but you, we're just of the same, we think of it the same way. Like we, yeah. we are happy to be together, but we do like our time that we can be independent too. Yeah. We're not really super codependent on each other. Right. And were you with Ian in New York? Yes. Before you came here? And before Drag Race. Oh. Yeah. And so. How did you meet? Uh, we met at a bar uh -huh. while he was on a date with one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> the good old fashioned way. Yeah. You know, as it should be, you know, you get a little tipsy and. Suggest everyone should make out with him just so you can. And yeah, then he started to call me. So I was like, oh, hey, yay. I guess it worked. That's awesome. <laughs> so now Brandy was looking for, she said she was looking, was looking for the notebook kind of love. How would you describe your relationship? Is it like um, a journal, a trapper keeper? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think we're good friends too. So yeah. I think that helps. Aww. I think you just have to listen to each other and be aware of each other. And, and certainly dating a drag queen and one that travels a lot is, is difficult. And yeah, I can't imagine both being on drag race and right. in a relationship and traveling and having different traveling schedules. It would be really yeah. hard because you're not home a lot, yeah. especially now that they're just coming off the season. Right. They're going it's, to be traveling be and doing different things. And 
What does he do? He um he works at Starbucks. I've I frequent it very often. <laughs> yes, and they have a very good insurance plan. So oh, hey. Are they hiring? Can I <laughs> are they taking applications? Um, I think that there is at least probably twenty Starbucks on this Hollywood Boulevard. No so yes, they were definitely hiring. Yeah. Do you know of successful like queen on queen relationships? Who's a good like example for people to Well, you know, Sahara and Manila had a really great True. relationship. They they made it work and and I, and that's how I met Manila. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've known. I'm trying to think if I've known any others. I'm sure there have been. Oh, there's Derek Barry. Who, uh, Nebraska is yes, yeah, and Nick. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it's possible yeah, to yeah. like. It's totally possible yeah. to do it. You just have to you like gotta, any relationship. You got to like listen and like, talk to each other. You definitely have to listen. <laughs> okay. So next we move along. We kind of go through the pers- a bunch of personalities in the show. We, we hear from Raja O'Hara. Did you enjoy Raja's like commentary this season? No, I I didn't. I did feel like she there was frustration there. Like yeah. she obviously was frustrated, and obviously it's it's hard for some people to come into that kind of situation. And uh, I think it's hard for everybody. Yeah, but some people deal with it a little better and 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 speak in bullet points and, and uh-huh. know what they're doing and have an agenda. And I I don't know if she did. I think things started to frustrate her and get at her. Right. So I guess I understood where it was coming from. I guess I wish I would, she would have listened to her, maybe listened to herself while she was saying those things. But hey, I mean, she was at least honest with her feelings. True. <laughs> True. I feel like you still see in her eyes, like she's like, she means well, or she makes the point about like, you know, she was coming to a place where she felt hurt and kind of like defensive or whatever. Yeah. I mean, she definitely had that moment where she was making excuses even yeah. while she's trying to apologize. But then she actually really was like, okay yeah and had a real moment and and kind of realized it yeah and that's good it it's a good learning uh, experience yeah you know on international television that's the best way to learn (laughs) about yourself (laughs) is to watch yourself being a on tv Uh, uh uh-huh and then we talk about plastique and people like questioning her like stories or feeling they were conflicted she accuses akira of just like causing all the problems yeah do you think that was accurate well i don't really like plastique and i'll tell you why because <laughs> she's just gorgeous <laughs> fair no she's perfect and 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 looks amazing and i don't know i mean kind of because everything they showed kind of backed up plastique uh, right? and i think akira was also kind of not really owning up to some of the things or, or maybe not realizing uh-huh. it that happens. Sometimes people do yeah. things and they don't realize that. Right, right. Once you see, see, see it all like neatly montaged together at the end of the season. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh. Just to be like, oh, by the way, we've got this clip. Right. To prove you wrong, girl. Then we get into a little bit of the Evie and Silky feud, which they seem to have kind of made up. They seem kind of like square with each other where they are now and why they were like not getting along. Yeah, they seem to be. And you know that there's enough time has passed. So uh-huh. you would hope that they right. would. And you got to figure these people can be seeing each other for the next however many years. Uh, it's true. But, you know, God, what is the quote? It's a quote about the entertainment business. It's the one business where you don't have to like the person that you work with. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, and it, it happens a lot. You just have to fake it. And hey. Right. But they're going to have to see each other a lot. Uh-huh. Did you favor one side or the other in the Evie versus Silky sort of like conflamas? I think that Evie had some good points. I got what she was saying. I think with Evie, it's it's 
It's a little difficult because she's very monotone sometimes mm-hmm. when she talks, which comes across uh-huh. very uh, not friendly. Right. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. And I think that Silky didn't seem to really listen. Yeah. But I, it seems like they, they, they get it now. But it's also, yeah. it's like in hindsight, right? you stop and think about it. You've got, and you've right. also got months and months to think about this before you... From the time you shoot it to the time it airs. Right. And then so. you get to watch it back and see like, oh, so this is how, and you know what you're responding to. Yeah. How it all comes off and, yeah. how, you, and how you look. Also, Silky said she gained 30 pounds during filming. Well, you know, here's what I want to know. Like, is the food better than it was <laughs> when I was on? But I mean, hey, maybe I, I don't. I don't even feel like we get to eat that much. Right. So you're sort of like as you're doing 9,000 things at once. Yeah. And Challenge it's like, wise. Yeah. And you, you get like a small break and for lunch and then yeah. you eat later at night. And yeah. I don't know. And then we have a Nina West appreciation moment. As you, we should. As we should. Okay, how do you feel about <laughs> Nina? Um, I adore Nina. Nina West is probably the top person that I've met through drag race, like traveling and stuff mm-hmm. out of anybody just because she's so just like you saw on the show. She's genuine. Yeah. She's funny. She's campy. Um, she's just, I just love her. So she's the real deal. She is the real deal. I, however, if you like to drink, beware because she makes you do a lot of shots. Right. And she's makes like, you, like a, <laughs> and she can probably handle her liquor. <laughs> she can. She's, you know, a statuesque girl. And you know, nobody can make it do the shots. I totally did them. <laughs> Thank you. But she encouraged me <laughs> way too much to do them. Uh, so I would always leave Columbus, Ohio, uh, questioning Rough. my my life decisions. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Do you think she'll stay in Columbus? I don't know. You know what? Columbus is a really great city. Yeah. Another city that's really small and has a great drag scene. Yeah. And a great gay scene. Yeah. And, um, and I, uh, her and Virginia West do a lot of uh, great productions together. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It, she might leave, but it's a great city to stay. It's like a great base to be yeah. in. I would say if you're happy there, why? And you can, and you are going to get to travel. She's going to be all over. Yeah. And they have great places that they bring the drag race girls to as yeah. well. What are your favorite, like, hot spots, drag spots when you're touring, best bars that you like to go to? Um, well, I do really love Columbus. Like, I love um, Axis at Columbus mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, the other one that's name is escaping me right now. Oh, but I, I really, I like a lot of smaller cities because yeah. uh, people are more excited to, totally. to see the show. And, and yeah. especially like coming off of Drag Race, it, it was like when it was becoming the phenomenon that it is. Right. It was just like people get super excited. So, and I just did a, a UK tour. Yeah. And so that was amazing to you know, go to a, a, a different country and sell out shows. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, and I got to perform at the Royal Vauxhall, which is a legendary oh yeah, 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 place yeah. in London. And I sold out and that was incredible. And that's a great space. Like yeah. it's a perfect cabaret space. Like it's exactly what you picture for a London cabaret space. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. I was very excited. Now we see on the, on the reunion, like Nina gets a message from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, which is super cool. We hear that, oh, she's been getting, you know, messages from Rihanna. You're like, yeah. Um, have you had favorite celeb moments like through the years that like blew your mind? Um, well, I also got a message from AOC. She, somebody yeah. asked her if she watched um, Drag Race oh, and, yeah. and was watching the, I think it was All Stars. And she said... Someone call Pandora Box because last night the lid came off 
And I went, it was uh, Manila going home. Because I think somebody asked her about, someone asked her about something about All Stars. And she said that just her making a reference to me, I was very. That's major. Excited. I got very excited because Courtney Love just randomly followed me. I told her she looked gorgeous. And I'm like, Courtney Love. That's pretty major. Yeah. It's cool. And Miley Cyrus follows me on Instagram. But Natch. she loves Drag Race. And she, I was one of the, yes. the 30 queens that were oh, in, her, in the MTV in her, performance. Her VMA, yeah. <sighs> and because of that, my check said dancer. So I am officially a dancer. Yay! That is officially on my resume. Because <laughs> I know I'm known for my extreme and wonderful dancing skills. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you got paid. Hey, yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, an amazing highlight. Of everything because I'm at the VMAs. Those are legendary. Speaking of dancers, we have Scarlet Envy uh-huh. has a moment. When I was watching, I enjoyed Scarlet on the show and also like she was goofing off in the workroom a lot, like swanning around, which yeah. was fun to see. But I guess I guess she drove the other queens a little crazy. I, I liked her and I thought she looked great. I think maybe that there's an air of pretension that comes across from her a little bit, which probably, I don't know, I wasn't there in the workroom. Yeah, yeah. But I would guess that that might have something to do with it because she did seem a little like, mm, oh, ooh. <laughs> I guess she's in, I would guess she's in theater, right? Because she has that theater air so. like, I'm in the theater and I'm here, everyone. I'm an actress. Oh my God, Take yeah. me seriously. I mean, heaven forbid we have like a drag queen who's full of herself. What? That, <laughs> that doesn't happen. That's silly. And there's a little discussion about social media queens versus showgirls on the reunion. People questioning what are social media queens you know, going to be good performers? Do showgirls feel some kind of way? What do you think? I mean, I think that, hey, do whatever you want to do. But there, there's different things to do in drag now. Like right. the show has opened up so many more opportunities for drag than has ever been there. So you could feasibly still have a drag career and never have to perform in a bar if you never wanted to. Which seems insane. It is insane to me. To me. Totally. Just growing up watching drag queens on stage and, in bars. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I don't really get that because that's what I, I'd like to go and perform. I yeah. mean, maybe not at midnight when everyone is drunk, right. but uh, like doing my cabaret show and stuff like that. Like yeah. I, I love doing that. But hey, if if you can make a living and just by posting pretty pictures, then you can make a living posting pretty pictures. When the show started, when you were on, there wasn't this level of social media that like exists now. I mean, Instagram definitely wasn't yeah. even close to yeah. what it is now. But I think you're right. It's like it's like if you're gonna if you're, if you're presenting yourself as a performer, you have to be able to sort of perform when called upon to do so. Um, yes, especially if you're on national television or international <laughs> international television, I should say, because it goes everywhere. It's, it's, it, it, it is everywhere. Then there's a discussion. We rehashed a little bit of wig gate. Who took Ariel's <laughs> wigs? Or she left them and then did she mean to leave them? Mm. I don't know. Rue tries to get all Jessica Fletcher on this. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> with some just lying going on. I'm like, girl, you are like, it, it was just talking back into a corner Ariel. and into the story. Yeah. I'm like, oh girl, just, I mean, pick one story and stick with it. Right? Cause it's all, it's all different. It's all different. I mean, but if you leave a bunch of wigs in a room full of Queens that Thank are competing you. on a show, they are going to take those wigs. I know. They're not going to just leave them there. It's like a trap. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever stolen a wig? Have I ever stolen a wig? <laughs> uh, back in the day in my youth, uh-huh. uh, yes, we were some 
thieving queen. <laughs> Because we didn't have a lot of money. And, Thank you. And another queen who I lived with at the time, I won't say her name, Darian, like, uh, <laughs> we used to, we, yeah, we did, we did some light, uh, light mopping. And yes. uh, I may have taken a few wigs off mannequins in store. Oh my <laughs> so, God, that's so good. <laughs> Has anyone ever taken your wig? You know, Darian did borrow my wig once and didn't tell me. And I was looking for it. I think it's one of the only arguments we've ever gotten. Well, that's what what this segment, the little like rehash of this thing shows. Like, don't touch a queen's hair. Yeah, no, nothing gets a queen more riled, riled up than having her, you know, hair snatched or you know. I mean, unless she leaves the show. <laughs> Fair. And how are you going to leave that many wigs? I don't know. By, by accident. I mean, I, yes, I guess you were sent home. You're flustered. It, yes, it could happen. But I mean, she's like a wig salesperson or uh-huh. sells wigs. So right, she I makes would wigs. That would be the first things I would back. She got to talking about her wig business an awful lot from all those <laughs> wigs being around. What have we talked about this season a lot? We've been talking about Ariel Versace's wigs. Who makes the best wigs? Hmm. Who makes the best wigs? Yes, I know uh, Serena Chacha makes wigs. There's wigs by Vanity. There's a lot, a lot of wig makers out there. There are. I don't know. Well, if somebody would like to send me one and I could test it out, I can tell you after that. We'll get a Pandora Box endorsement. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and did people swipe stuff in the workroom when you were on the show? Was it, was it people handsy? No, I don't think so. I think that a lot of times we helped each other out. We weren't really like... I mean, we were competitive, but if you, yeah. somebody needed something, we... We helped. I mean, I I tried to fix like five sewing machines because everyone kept breaking them the first time because no one knew how to sew except me. On set, like queens are helping each other get ready, finish things. Yeah. I mean, if you see somebody and they need something, it's like I'm not I don't think anyone wants to be that vindictive to be like, no. I mean, I did know that Shangela's outfit looked ugly, but I told her it didn't. <laughs> but at the same point, it was there was no time, and it looked okay on the mannequin, and right. then it was like, oh, right. Mm. But it's made out of curtains, so... Well, Alexis Michelle is coming for you for not <laughs> telling her she needed some improvement. Um, okay. In her fur coat look. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to have a little break here, and then we're going to come back and play a game, and Yay. we're going to walk some children in nature, figuratively, <laughs> when we come back. Hey, kitty girls, are you in need of more dragony shows and programming in your life? Well, then check out WoW Presents Plus, the network featuring the best of WoW Presents and of World of Wonders' massive library of shows, series, and specials. You can get unappropriate with Trixie and Katya, get schooled by Jasmine Masters and her masterclass, plus lots of jush from queens like Jinx Monsoon, Bob the Drag Queen, and many, many more. It's just $3.99 a month or $39.99 a year to subscribe. And listen, you just spent that much on a Diet Coke and some chicken tenders, so please head to wow-presents dot com now to sign up and get your life yes that's wow-presents.com thank you we're back and we're gonna play a little game called reunited and it feels so girl it's all about what sassy things queens said when they were reunited and stressed out okay on different reunions over the years so first one which queen said wait 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 I just don't feel like you should be Miss Congeniality. Oh, I I think it was said to Valentina. Yes. And it, ooh, was it Farrah? No, the Farrah part came a little, like, moments later. It was, she also had recorded a song called Finish Her. Uh, Aja. Yes. <laughs> Is she really going to jump from there? <laughs> and she did. Yes, that was like, yes, fan favorite. 
you may have been miscongeniality, but then later someone was a fan favorite. Hey, I've I've already added that to mine. That's so <laughs> fine. Okay. The line is, your outside is gorgeous, Raven, but your insides are dark and nasty, and I don't like you. <laughs> oh, that was Tatiana. In season two! Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that wasn't awkward at all. No. Tatiana got, they were mean to her. <laughs> She was really always ganged up on and and I think it was because they were all performers and she had only done like six or seven shows. Oh my gosh, really? At the time. Yeah, she hadn't done a lot, but she was gorgeous and she was fun yeah. and uh, and she did a great job. She was great. I loved her on the show. She was just always the one that they said should go home <laughs> when they asked. Right. Well, I think she had a little bit of indication coming back for All Stars and did... Completely. Great. Yeah, totally. When this season eight queen was asked if she could lose her virginity to any member of the pit crew, she replied, I'm not trying to catch anything, so I'm going to say none of them. Uh, this was actually on the on a finale, not a reunion. Okay. There was a virgin on the show? Famously. Season eight. Oh. Well known for her makeup. Just like intense, like fantastic looks. I, I get really confused on what who's on what season because there's so many. She was top three <laughs> alongside Naomi Smells and Bob the Drag Queen. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Kimchi. Yes. And yes, she is. I totally forgot about that. I know. I love kimchi too. It's okay. There's a lot of queens. So. She's a, a doll. I love her. Okay. Which, which queen said in a reunion, the only thing fake about me is this. And then she revealed a fake leg from under her dress and threw it on the ground. <laughs> Wait. All oh. Stars 2 reunion. Okay. She was mimicking a famous housewives moment. I know. Yeah. I, I know what moment she's mimicking. I, oh my God. It was Alaska. Oh, I love Alaska too. But you know what? I really, I will admit that I didn't watch the reunion of All Stars 2. That's okay. It was strange. <laughs> I was there and it was strange. Oh, wasn't that the last one they did too for All Stars? Yes. Yes. <laughs> probably. Yes. Okay. I don't see you out there walking children in nature. That's Tammy Brown. Right legendary that that that, was, that extremely tense moment that's so tense you to forgot watch it tammy you thing. forgot it god damn it it was so it was so major and then just the comeback is like what <laughs> what is she saying <laughs> with her headband her little headband uh, yeah <laughs> oh it still makes me go Ooh, it's so good it's so good okay this was season nine you referenced her earlier you don't love me <laughs> that's pheromone to to Valentina. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So any anyway, back to this damn reunion we're talking about this week, this season. Mercedes talked about um shared her story about being Muslim and how she was able to kind of like freely talk about it and the response she's gotten. What do you think? I think that it's great that she was able to talk about this and it was emotional and you know, if I hadn't sold my uh, tear ducts for a pair of heels years ago I would have <laughs> cried but seriously like I her telling her story is yeah. really going to affect a lot of people and change people's lives because they're going to see themselves in her totally and it is good to see someone that is Muslim and positive and in a good light and because what she said it is true I mean it's it's yeah. ridiculous to think that every Muslim is a terrorist and, yeah. and I hate that we're in a society that does that. Hopefully this is like a small step in, in making it better. Yeah. 
Now, do you have anything you'd like to share that will inspire people? You can go to my website, pandorabox.com, with two X's in it. The extra X marks the spot and buy some merch <laughs> so I can pay my mortgage. That's inspiring. Isn't it? Yes. <laughs> you earn everything. Uh, you know, though, I did. I, I, I got a lot of positive messages and yeah. a lot of st- I, people still share their story with me because I talked about suicide on yeah. season two. And I still get messages from people. And yeah. when I meet people... Uh, sometimes they cry and uh, which is always, I don't know, it makes me feel uneasy, but I, I appreciate they feel so open. Yeah. It's just I don't want to disappoint them when they're sharing such an intimate moment with me. But I, I feel like if people talked more about yeah. mental health, it it would be less of a problem because there's a lot of people that yeah. have mental health issues or get depressed. And the other thing about being depressed is we're supposed to be depressed sometimes we're supposed to be mm-hmm, sad because right. we have to feel all different emotions yeah. so we have this, like this stigma like you're supposed to always be happy and yeah. you're, you're just not you just let yourself be sad for a little bit and it, and it does illustrate how just like you all as as performers as as well, contestants as humans on this show show a side of yourself that people get to relate to and get to see themselves in and that's huge yeah i mean it was something i never thought I would talk about, yeah. especially not on a television show that's being recorded because I really hadn't yeah. talked about it. I mean, there's friends that know about it and my family because they were around at that time, but it but it was something I didn't really talk yeah. that openly about. Yeah. But in the in the moment, in the context of what we were discussing, I felt like that that this would I should do this. Yeah. And yeah, and it does have an effect, and people appreciate it. And you see it at DragCon, not to like, sound like a DragCon ad, but when <laughs> fans, the fans though, how they you know react to people and how much it means to them to get to meet you know the people they've loved and watched on TV. Yeah, no, it's it's a great feeling, and it's it's a show that really has done a lot more than just what its initial goal was, which yeah. was to be a a fun uh, show about drag queens competing yeah. and 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 reading each other, right. Okay, and then we get to our little Tudor boot section. What were your? Did you have a favorite look of the season, or or a couple that blew your mind? Well, I loved uh, Nina's Viking esque goddess busty. Yeah, it's her like Brunhilde Viking woman. I, yeah, I was. Yeah, I love that because it was just fun and campy, and I love that she always brought like a campy aesthetic. And plastic tiara looked amazing, and literally everything she wore. Yeah. Oh, and that the gown that uh, Rue probably stole from Sugar. I love that Rue like gushed over it so much. It was like one of the most beautiful gowns ever on Drag Race. We call it like the eggplant eleganza. That kind of like it was a sequence theme. Yeah, but it was her kind of like deep purpley eggplant colored, insanely gorgeous gown. Yeah, there were a lot of great outfits in this season, and. <laughs> I wish we had designers that could have made our outfits before season I know. Isn't two. It, isn't it crazy now that like you can even start people start to spot designers like oh that must have been made by so and so or so and so. Yeah. It's like a, it's like this, the drag industrial complex. Well, that's why I'm still holding out that maybe I'll be on like All Stars like ten or something yes. when I'm a hundred. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we wrap it up with some judges gone wild moments. Just little sound ups from Elvira, more Joel McHale yelling. Do you have any like standout judge moments, interactions you remember from the show? The highlight was Kathy Griffin yes. when I and I brought that wig and and I didn't think that the wig like kind of went with the outfit, uh-huh. but I was like, it's Kathy Griffin and I have this wig and people say I look like her and I'm gonna wear this wig. It was so good, for Kathy Griffin, and the look on her face yeah. was just priceless. It was. Yeah amazing and then to get to be on a stage in front of uh debbie reynolds and cloris leachman was like 
insane. Yeah. It's so like, good. I really was like, I can't believe that we're sitting here and uh, they're right here. And now I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> that episode. Oh my god! But right? Yeah, but it, it was that was disappointing, obviously. But in front of them, that was that was an amazing thing. Like, what a way to go! I was like, how do I? I got to leave the stage with something they're not going to cut, and I, it has to be funny. And yeah. I'll do a pratfall. <laughs> Old Hollywood, yeah, classic. Now then, we, they wrap up with asking the queens to say something nice about the top four. Who are you rooting for to win the season? I don't know. It's tough. I don't know. I really love Brooklyn Mm -hmm. and I love her aesthetic and everything. I think she's great. And I really like Evie Mm -hmm. because she's represents that weirder drag. I don't know what word I was looking for. Like, you know, (laughs) spooky dookie. Well, yeah, but it's kind (laughs) of like, like offbeat, you know, not the, not like what drag is typically. Yeah. But also a huge part of drag, which is, is, is her style of drag. And I thought she brought like really great, things to the show and, yeah. and looks and uh so i don't know i'm kind of i'm kind of feeling evie Ooh. say something nice about akiria akiria looks gorgeous and yeah. amazing like like i don't think she ever looked bad on the show yeah yeah like flawless She's very talented and say something nice about silky nutmeg ganache <laughs> well silky nutmeg ganache has some great taglines uh-huh. and she's gonna have a lot of good memes and uh she's uh funny and sassy and i don't think she has anything to worry about if she doesn't win right 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 so keep an eye out for pandora box on the finale of rupaul's drag race this season <gasps> yeah i mean unless i get cut but Hopefully not. You'll see a multitude of your favorite queens making an appearance. And moving forward, what else can people expect from you? Where can they see you next? I mean, my website, PandoraBox.com, is the best place because everything's there. It's got my Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that. And look for me on uh, season three of The Browns with Tammy Brown, that crazy (laughs) nutty show, which was like a, a dream come true. Oh my God. And, we're, and you're shooting some stuff later today. What else are you up to? Yeah, I'm shooting some, well, like I have some, a new podcast. So Can you plug l- it? You're welcome, please. Well, no, not yet. Cause I don't want to like say the name and say gotcha. what it's about yet. Cause just, you know. Yeah. I want it to be done before people can steal it. Good point. <laughs> good, good, good. And yeah, look for more, more web content and more things. More Pandora box, please. Yeah. I mean, I got to put myself out there if I'm going to get on All Stars. 20 17 <laughs> and a half absolutely thank you pandora box um thank you for having me of course ciao bye okay that's it for this week kittens a big thanks to ms pandora box for joining us and if you're hearing this podcast on friday may 24th saturday may 25th or sunday may 26th come see us at rupaul's drag con at the la convention center downtown you'll see all the queens you love even queens you don't love they're all gonna be there come check them out uh, shows um panels the whole schlemiel and don't miss the big season 11 finale airing on vh1 this coming thursday may 30th and available on well presents plus now to take us out of here we're just gonna prance out with a rupaul classic and you can expect to hear an extra special version of this at the finale this week all right girls now sissy that walk bye
Sister that wow. 